This is Kenyon Drake, running back for the Arizona Cardinals, and you're listening to the Fantasy Football Kings podcast. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Kings podcast. This is your host, Luke, with co-host Nickel and Tyler today, and we have special guest, uh, Clangin, Tyler's brothers on the show. Welcome Patsy, to the show, Kyle. Welcome back. Our, uh, our other king is out. He's still in the office. Has uh, I actually got out. an update on oh. that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Pat is, this. we're not supposed to talk about this actually, but Pat is working a very important case. He's representing the Hamburglar in uh in court. Oh, the wow, that's a big one. Yeah, he was caught red-handed, dude. He stole like six Big Macs, and so um, Ronald McDonald's coming for him, but uh, our boy Pat is representing him, so <laughs> I'm thinking that the is going to get out of this one. Yep, Pat, Pat's a good little lawyer, man. He could talk himself out of anything. Uh, let's... Except beating me in fantasy. Yeah, but, but um, he did beat Tyler and on fantasy, that note, so... uh, Well, it's not officially over. Uh, tonight's a big, big night, you know. <laughs> yeah, what's what's you and Pat's uh, difference in the game? Uh, right now? Essentially, I would need the you know you never want to mention it, but I would need the injury game to happen. Sure. Uh, well, well, what's the score? Uh, he's up like I'm up like 15 or something. You're he's up got 15. Mahomes. He's got Mahomes and Edelman. It's it's over. Oh, that's if he just <laughs> had Mahomes, you had a chance at an injury. Well, Edelman's probably gonna it. suck. I mean, Brian Hoyer's not gonna do shit. I, didn't I think the it. Chiefs are gonna beat him by 15. I didn't have a chance if 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 it was just Mahomes either. Let's be honest. Um, all right. Well, let's play a quick game of believe it or not. All right. Believe it or not, AJ Green is cuttable after this weekend. Believe it. Believe I think it. I believe it, dude. The T Higgins rises here, you know, like. So I'll be although the, I don't know cutting him like you. Ha- it depends who the option is, though. I, I, I was about to say Justin I, Jefferson I, or AJ Green. Je- Jefferson, Jefferson but he's yeah. not going to be on your waivers. Uh, so I'm going to say I don't believe it because of there isn't you know there wasn't anyone to pick up this week really at the wider receiver sure, position. Yeah, that's fair. You, what are you going to cut him for? Uh, Adam Humphreys this week, like you know. Greg Ward, AJ Green. Yeah, well, AJ Green. Oh man, see, really? <laughs> pro- pro- productivity will show you, Greg Ward. I yeah, mean, he had four catches for thirty-seven yards last that night. That is still more catches than AJ Green. <laughs> yes, but you know the fact that it's it's really what it it's the fact that he is cuttable theoretically. Yes, like if yes. they're ten team, ten team, he's cuttable. And this is something that like to you know before the season, <clears throat> you wouldn't have thought this situation could you know. Cole Beasley, AJ Green. Yeah, uh, like, AJ Green. I'm keeping over over Cole Beasley. Okay, over nine points, twelve points, sixteen points, twelve point two. Yep, I know. I My know thing is, man, it just seems like anytime at this point t- AJ goes up against um, a, a good corner, the corner is going to just take away AJ, and Burrow's not going to force the issue. Burrow's like, at this point, he'll just throw to Boyd, and um, even your boy Sample got a little action this week. Sample. What did your sample do? I did not. He see didn't do it. anything crazy, but he, he was just more. He was just more involved. He had yeah, more than Gronk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he did, did he really? I think yeah. he did. Uh, don't quote me. He on came that, close on a touchdown so. too, I think. But um, yeah, you know, AJ. I mean, I hate to say it, but I think AJ's just at the end of the career. We're, I know. We're right? watching it happen. Yeah, I was listening to another analyst speak how he couldn't. There was like a breakaway play, and it's him and a DB, and he just couldn't break away from him. And Joe Burrow's on the run trying to throw it to him, and he created no separation. Like really? he used to be able to break that. Like the elite AJ would right. break break a couple feet and be able to score the touchdown, you know? Yep. Yeah, Drew Sample, three for 47 on the day. Are you freaking <laughs> kidding me, dude? That's hilarious. Uh, my team is so injury rat freaking. It's unreal. I had to start Gronk this week in the flex. 
You could have started at uh, Drew Sample in the flex, though. <laughs> Speaking of Gronk, though, I, I, uh, I think he's on the way up. Or not, maybe. Yeah. Uh, top ten, t- it's top twelve tight end the other rest of the year. Now that OJ's out, I mean, he I'm continued not, uh, to like I he was actually. So. <laughs> I know I'm not going to go that far. I think that um, just naturally he'll be more a little more involved in the passing game. He was still yesterday running some routes and stuff more than the first like two games. I think based on matchups, you probably get a few top ten yeah, finishes exactly, yeah. the rest of the year, but you can't predict them. Right, there's going to be a lot of these three point duds, or yeah. you know maybe even zero point duds. Cam Brait uh, getting a little more on the radar for me though. Yeah, I feel like the, you know Gronk is such a good blocker that they're keeping him in there. Yep. I think, and it's yep. like. He's better than the other two options to block. So Definitely. That's... Dude, he I, blocked I gotta... Joey Bosa one-on-one cleanly in that game. It was awesome. Kronk's still so good at blocking. Uh-huh. And I want to see his I, – I did see him run a lot of routes. I'm not going to lie. I watched yeah, – yeah. I followed him a no, lot definitely. when I was watching because, uh, you know, it's your fantasy player, and I just love Gronk. Full-on uh, old-fashioned Gronk, that guy, too. Middle of the field. He almost had a one-hand touchdown, too. Well, Yeah, the, Brady missed him. Missing him. Brady missed him. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. Like, they yeah. never played he each other. Looks, it's weird. Does, yeah, but it – I think Brady's like got the muscle memory of maybe when Gronk was a little quicker. sure. Yeah, no, Gronk that was a bad like, throw. But yeah, throw. yes, he did miss. And him, last yeah. week was a bad one. He had him wide open. That's true, though. It's been a year of uh, a year lesser of Gronk. You know, um, maybe he is getting used to like the new Gronk, so to speak. Yeah. Um, all right. Believe it or not, Kenyon Drake will be in RB three the rest of the season. Oh God, damn it, Tyler! That's you out of take the top twenty-four. No, I don't folks. take any of it. <laughs> he plays uh, the Jets next week, right? I <laughs> don't. I don't believe it. Uh, you think he'll be RB two? I think Kenyon Drake will be an RB one. Rest. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I think he'll be an RB two. I think he can be an so RB two. I'm going to say I don't. Believe I'm that. not. I'm not fully selling it yet because again, I don't think it has anything right now to do with him. It's simply on the coach. Right. Yeah. I was going to say it's kind of contingent on the coach, like, using him. The right I, time, I saw right? that they're in the red zone, and they're, they're calling pitches to him, like, on the goal line. It's like, just run him up the middle. It could work, and, you know? And the thing is, is that's the only time they'll pitch it to him is on the goal line. Yeah. Not in the stupid. middle of the field to get him in space. Not Nothing like that. But the, my issue is Kingsbury, and I'm starting to get a little worried. Here's a, here's a direct quote for him from after the game. Uh, he was asked about uh, – why he stuck with the horizontal, why he keeps sticking with the horizontal passing um, when it's clearly not working. Right. Uh, they've been struggling to push the ball down the field. His response was, I'm not sure. That's the only answer I have for you. <laughs> we didn't have a good enough game plan in place to make the plays down the field that we would like to have. And I guess that kind of falls on me. I mean, guesses. <laughs> so he's a young coach. Hot take. Uh, Calamari's too small to throw over the line of scrimmage. <laughs> That's why they go horizontal so much. <laughs> I mean, um, I'm just kidding, but it is concerning, dude. His his passing stats have not been great. Yeah, it's no, and these no, are, yeah. wide receiver screens are acting like their run game, but they are they're the getting most like inefficient screens I've ever seen. They yeah. don't get past the line of scrimmage on any of them. Nope. The thing that's carrying Kyler right now is the rushing, you know, seventy four more yards yesterday rushing. That pace you sent us is like absolutely absurd that he's 16 on touchdowns <laughs> yeah and like i did see a play like and it was perfectly tweeted like he's out at you know pe in recess yeah, he's just, running he's around just, people it's, it's pretty, it's pretty, pretty impressive but it his is. throwing is horrible it yep. looks like back so, in the day when you could just run all the way to the left and madden yeah cut it all the way back run across the field and just let him chase you yep he's he's great for fantasy not so great for real life it looks like no yeah as of now uh, I mean, Jarvis Landry threw a better pass than Kyler did all yesterday. That's a good point, yeah. That was um, sick. That was a great dime. We'll talk about that right now. Believe it or not, you should trade Odell. Um, Agreed. And sell yeah, high. Actually, uh, sell high on Odell, Believe man. It. 
Because I was the, ready to cut him last week. Believe it. We three, kind of, three touchdowns yesterday for him. Yep. And, I mean, in these soft matchups like this where they have, like against Dallas, where they have terrible pass defense, uh, it seems like they're going to involve Odell more. So you can play him in those games, but damn, dude, in like 80% of their matchups. Can guys, we get his, more throws from Jarvis? Because he has his, a yeah, right? better his, arm than Baker. His, That's true. His two big plays on the day it did not was, involve was, Baker. Was, yeah, it was a, was <laughs> a crazy. triple reverse to Jarvis, which does not work against good defenses. Right. So that scrap that one out the window. That one's gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, his other one was late in the game, a reverse that the they rush. were trying to kill the clock on, yeah. and the Cowboys looked abysmal. As they attempted to not tackle Odell at all. Yeah, there playing against Odell, Cowboys I really loved that one. Defenders who ran straight to the sidelines and out of bounds past Odell. Wasn't like, one of them Jalen Smith? Yes, dude? I don't know. Well, Jalen ch- chased him all the way down in the end zone and, and got okay. Because I saw, yeah, there was one play in that game where Jalen like was well. First of all, he's just been terrible all year. But like, there was one play where he was just not even close on there. But um, yeah, so, Odell, perfect yeah, sell high. He's not playing that defense again this year. So yeah, exactly. I mean, I. I could probably count on one hand the defenses I'd be comfortable playing Odell in fantasy against, you know, like Seattle, Atlanta, Dallas. Yep, I'm I'm doing everything I can to move Odell this week. You yeah. know, I'm I, I I'm trying to think of people I would take for him. Now, here's one thing I uh, what if what if with Chubb now out, what if they do have to sort of uh, at least involve Odell more, not necessarily but just, you know, the short the screens again the, Handoffs. They won't play Dallas, um, but Chubb essentially got injured pretty early in that mm-hmm. ball game, and they went on to rush for the most yards of the season. I know, isn't that crazy? They so, had 300 rushing yards. I think the offense could be one of those where uh, Hilliard's just going to get plugged right in. Oh, it's and, not Hilliard, dog. We'll talk about the way Yeah, it's Mr. Dearness Johnson. Yeah, Dearness. But, but, you know, also at the same time, they're not going to be able to rush like at the, the on the, the same token, you know, and they're not playing Dallas defense. Yeah, that's what, so. that's what I mean. They're not playing Dallas again, so they're not going to do that. It'll be interesting to see. Just the fact that they seem like they're okay with just next man up kind right. of. Right, definitely, is yeah. Is Kareem Hunt our top five RB? If his groin season? is right, if his, like, if his groin is right, then he's going to freaking dominate. Well, before last week, he was RB12. Yeah. And after last week, he is RB7. That's before tonight's games, of course. CEH will probably pass him, maybe. But... That was a, this was always or the Aaron, thing yeah. with uh, with Hunt. Like the moment Chubb steps out, the guy's gonna go freaking nuclear. He's awesome. He's in a prime oh, run heavy scheme. Uh, Baker likes throwing to the running backs. Yeah, it's perfect for Hunt. We'll we'll talk about that soon. Believe it or not, you should sell Joe Mixon. It's funny, man. Mixon and Odell are like in exact same spots. Believe you know? it not. <laughs> uh, what? No, yeah, I don't. It's, I'm, it, it's I'm, I'm all in on Mixon. Uh, they used him like he was their primary offensive weapon in the backfield. He uh, out ran. He ran 25 routes to Geo zero. Uh, that's the first time that's happened since that that at the end of last year. Right. Um, out caught him six to obviously zero. Um, he was just more involved. And he six was, targets, six catches. He was making the, he was making plays, making guys miss, getting the offense moving, keeping the chains moving. The mixin we've been begging for. I, I think it's realistically one of those that if the game plan comes out next week and they're in practice and like Joe Burrow will look at the coach and be like, Yo, what 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 are we doing here? Right. Like, this guy is clearly very good and can help me in many ways. So I'm I'm all in on Mixon. I think he's fine. 
As so are you going to be in our league? Yeah, I'm, I'm all in. I forgot I'm you've got Mixon. Yes. Yeah, I've been waiting for this all season. Yep, I've been screaming at the television. But don't you think that makes you want to move him? No, I I Mixon is one of the most talented RBs in the NFL. He just has to you have to include him in the passing game work because right. that's where he truly will excel. And we saw it. We saw it this week. Okay, he's playing a very very bad Jaguars defense. They played. They had a good run D the first two weeks. I think it was fake. I don't think the Jags are really good on defense. They have one good player, and that's C.J. Anderson, in my opinion. C.J. Anderson. But Miles Ma- yeah. Jack is num- PFF's number one linebacker, believe wow. or not. I know. Your point's absolutely Mixon right, Mixon or though. Kenyon Drake, rest of the year? Mixon. Yeah, that's a good question. I would go Mixon, I think. I'm uh, definitely going Mixon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give me the guy that's done it. So, I mean, um, we'll know quickly here with Mixon because their next two matchups are Baltimore and Indy, who are definitely tough. Um I mean, this happened last year, right, where where Mixon was, was really bad, and then at a certain point, the coach was like, wait a minute, this guy's good. And then he, like, tore it up down the stretch. Yep. So maybe we've hit that point, like, earlier they, in the season this they year. They tried out what they thought who, Gio could do. It's who do they working. play this week? This week they play Baltimore, then they oh, play Indianapolis. God, he's going to get killed this weekend. Also, so, I, was, I wasn't correct. Gio ran five routes, so that was my mistake. But, but that's huge, five, man. So. That's still huge because Gio was really, like, cock-blocking him. Yep. Um, yeah, I you know uh, I'm I'm ah uh, that's tough. This the two schedule uh, two games coming up uh, will be a, a big test. Believe it or not, the wide receiver to own in Carolina is Robbie Anderson. Believe I think we're there. Yeah, I think we're there. I mean DJ's still fine, but Robbie's just like they're using him all over the field. He's got the chemistry with the coach. Teddy and him seem to have great chemistry. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know how much more we got to see. Robbie's just the man, like, every week, it seems like. It's crazy. Once you get out of freaking Gase, you can actually, like, produce. Yep, it is. Robbie looks good so and far. And Robbie plays Atlanta this week. It sucks for the DJ week. Moore owner because you're not getting where you had to draft him nope. and what you thought you were getting, but it's clear Robbie Anderson's the number one at this point. Yep, agreed. Tyler, you believe it? Or are you a DJ Moore guy? Uh, it's more of like a 1A. A I think guy. it's yeah. – I honestly do think it's more of like a 1A, 1B type of thing, you know? Where the the difference is kind of like negligible, sort of. Where it, like, Robbie is ahead, but like, they're both still fine, right? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not ready to to sell it short. I mean, listen to the way they talk. Like, DJ still option number one. Like for the coaches, at least they still talk about him in that in that regard. They still he still takes primary coverage. I think Robbie's just benefiting um, from the offense as a whole, but. I think you're fine as a DJ Moore owner. I don't think there's anything to be like panicked about. Well, I mean, you took him in the second round, and he's just not a second round player. He's a wide receiver three right now. Yeah, yeah, but right. he's not bad. He's like he's definitely good. Still. Yeah. So you know, until like in the targets are going to be that it's. I think it's really a two man show, especially with well, actually not even with McCaffrey. Like they're they're Mike Davis still got a bunch of passing game work yesterday. I think he's got like twenty catches and three well, starts or uh, something like that. Fun fun fact: uh, Mike Davis is putting up better numbers than McCaffrey did first few weeks of the season. They were zero and two with McCaffrey. They're undefeated with uh, Mike running Davis. backs. Don't matter, bro. They really don't. Um, like we, I saw a long thread on it. This was a terrible, terrible weekend for um, people that think truthers. you should draft running backs early in real life. I'm saying. Um, yeah, that really, that was, that was proof there. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that both, I think both those guys are fine. Robbie and DJ going forward. Believe it or not, 
Nobody knows what to do with the Rams running back situation. <laughs> Believe it, dude. Believe I mean, it, but I'm going to go back to a few episodes ago where uh, I think, Mickle, you were on board with me about Cam Akers is really the one I'm interested in, if any of them, because... At this point, I'm not even interested in Cam, dude. Nope, I feel like we're just going to be Cam. doing this carousel every Eight. week. There, one guy's going to pop. We're going to come here and do our waiver show. Who, which Rams running back this week? You know, it's we're going to be doing it all freaking season. Eight rushes for Henderson, nine for Malcolm Brown. Nine, or Malcolm Brown had five catches for 19 yards. And Brown does not look good, I don't he think. He looks like a plotter. He just looks like a dude who can get the ball and whatever. But, um, yeah, I didn't. I don't understand that one at all. Yep. That was a weird game. Uh, I thought the Rams should have dominated him more. but Yeah. Their offense just looked bad. Yeah. Yep. Goff, he's, you know, he sometimes has these great games where he throws four touchdowns, and sometimes he just sucks. He's the, like, he hot, most hot 200 and yards and two touchdowns. Just very subpar. The offense didn't flow. And, like, all of them came on that one Cooper Cup play, yes. too, you know? <laughs> it's crazy. Believe um, it or not, DK Metcalf is better than Tyler Lockett. <laughs> in fantasy not in, not not believed yeah that, that's a rare game from lockett what, yeah i'm just saying occurred. it was rare, rare game but i still think they're both i so, think i should think you both... be selling high on metcalf how good he's been no because okay. that's um, my point i think i think really what if you can get you know you give him and uh if you can get two starters for him, I think you Well, I'm saying it. you upgrade at the position and trade for Michael Thomas, maybe. You trade Metcalf and uh, low-end starter. If I have DK Metcalf right now, I don't want. I don't really want to share Michael Thomas, to be honest with you. Well, if, then you don't know how to play fantasy football because Michael Thomas is still very, very good. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if the Michael Thomas owner... I mean, Thomas is going to be back next week, presumably. Yeah. So, I, if, for the Thomas owner, it probably... That was probably a bad move, anyways, to be honest, because you you sat through that four weeks with Thomas on your bench to now get rid of him. What if you could give uh, Metcalf like a, and Miles Gaskin for Devontae Adams? Would you do that? For uh, I mean, I'm playing with Metcalf the and Devon and and Gaskin for Devontae Adams. I mean, you get a. Uh, it Metcalf. depends on how your roster looks as a whole, right. but I mean, you're trading. Arguably a startable asset in Gaskins right now, based on the scheme of the running back position as a whole, and a consistent week to week wide receiver one too. Yeah, I mean for a guy who's been banged up, you yeah, know, produced one week. I kind I'm I'm then. hesitant to believe that the Metcalf thing is real. It's just that Wilson he's got Russell Wilson and like that's not going anywhere. Yeah, and, and so that defense is bad. That and defense keep is so bad. And that's um, the point I was trying to make originally is that I think Lockett and Metcalf are one A one B wide receiver. Yeah, they one, very much wide are. receiver two rest of season. I think they're play playable through any matchup. Yep, I think they're consistent. I like I said, I think the Lockett bust was a rare game you're going to see for them from the two of them or either of them bust. Yep. All right. That was it for Believe It or Not. Appreciate you guys joining in and like playing the game. Let's play that game again. Yeah, we, we will try to keep it like a waiver wire thing. Let's get into the news and notes. Nick Chubb put on IR. Out several weeks. Up to six, it looks like. So now it looks like Kareem Hunt's going to be an RB1 for the foreseeable future. And... The I think other, if you're the Chubb owner, you should go put a claim in for D, uh, Dearness Johnson. Yep. Uh, that is the backup for uh, Kareem Hunt now. He uh, he looked good, too. I actually watched that whole game because I, I have Zeke in the league. So I was watching that I'm game. I'm at the Pollard touchdown. 
That oh, was I was so, you got screwed about that. on that, dude. That or you got screwed yeah. on that because yeah, Zeke sorry. had already scored. Actually, right. yeah, <laughs> he already actually scored. And, like, why and did then they, pick him up? And and then they pull him and give it to Pollard. It's like, dude, come on. That's yeah. like the. I was upset, but then I saw his finish stat line. I'm like, twenty. I can't complain about twenty. No, you man. can't. But it's like, what the hell? Um, and he did it. He scored. <laughs> so yeah, it's kind of getting to the waiver wire part of the show a little bit, but we'll talk about. Uh, Dearness right now. What are you willing to spend if you're a Chubb owner on Dearness? He came in, he got carries. Uh, the one thing was that Hunt didn't. He didn't like. Uh, what's the term I'm looking for? He didn't like have the workload. But right. that he was coming off that groin injury. Right. I don't know if they didn't give him all the carries because of that. That's what I think. Yeah. Oh, so you think it will be a workhorse type of back and Dearness will not be getting that many. Oh carries. no, no. I think that it'll be like primary like primary hunt and then you'll still get um Dearness mixed in. Do you think but it'll be it, like Chubb hunts? Hunt? No, probably not. No, okay. I think it'll but be like hunts, twenty to twenty five touches for Hunt and then right. maybe ten to fifteen for Dearness. Hunt's groin injury makes me think that they're gonna be wanting to give get these other running backs involved. Kinda like yeah. Tyler pointed out earlier, like they still they Chubb went out, and they still ran for 300 yards. I mean, granted, they're not going to play Dallas every week, but still, yeah. they seem locked into this. Basically, at, at all costs, they're not going to let Baker throw the I, ball. I was going to say, they don't want Baker throwing. <laughs> yeah. They don't want Baker coming near the 30 attempt mark. They would rather give some jabron carries than let then turn this offense around and like let Baker, you know, sling it. So I think there is value in, in yeah. DMS. I mean, as the Chubb owner, I think I'd be willing to spend somewhere between 25, 35%, maybe. Yeah. More for it the also Chubb owner. It depends on how RB needy you are now that Chubb's out. That too. Yeah, that too. Because if you aren't necessarily RB needy and you can plug someone in, you don't have to spend as much on Johnson. Yeah. But in the event you do need a starter, like desperately, I think you can shell out a lot for Johnson and then you can just chill while Chubb heals up. And it sucks, but that's kind of what you're stuck with. Um, but yeah, I mean, Hunt's, Hunt's going to kill it too. Well, if you got Hunt, you're in business. I should have started with the... Uh, breaking news of the show oh, right before yes. we got on was that uh, Bill O'Brien has been fired as the Texans head coach. See ya, Bill. Bob is gone and dumpster fire. Yeah. Good uh, riddance. Good riddance. I mean, the Texans are in a shithole of no draft picks and no, you know, imagine defense. Being, imagine being a Texans fan and what a terrible best offensive player being traded right before the season. Your and then, quarterback and then, gets his ass kicked and then talking, the sucks. talking yourself back in being the Texans fan, you know, you're probably like, all right, you know what? You know what? David Johnson will be great. Cooks will be great. And then you're at week four and the dude gets fired. And you're like, oh, no, this is just and exact, And you can't even get stoked as a Texans fan because this is an organizational failure. Like, this is top to bottom failure, you know, because how do you not fire this guy before the season, dude? How do you not fire him earlier? Like, they don't you saw a- how brutal this schedule was going to be coming up. Understandably – they should have looked better against Minnesota because Minnesota's bad. So that probably was the straw that broke the camel's back, I guess. But damn, dude, like, come Man. on. They're, it's week four and you're fired. It makes no sense. The, the Texans are terrible. Someone probably placed a bet out there and made a shit ton of money for Bob to get fired yeah. before Gase. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> made, made a Because you would think Gase would have been GM and too. That's what crazy. I was going to say. So yeah. now they have an interim head coach, an interim GM. Looks like Romeo Cornell is going to be the interim. An interim play callers because he also did that. It's just like, oh, yeah. The guy did way too much. <laughs> I don't think it means anything in particular for fantasy, honestly. I can't nope. like draw. I, nope. Dumpster fire all around. Yeah. Yep. Watson's been horrible for fantasy this year. Only 25 again this week. 
that'll probably finish as the top like twelve of the quarterback. Really, you know, position. I, it doesn't get better with the interim defensive coordinator taking over as head coach. You know, right? Yep. So Bob is gone, and uh, hopefully Houston will start playing better. Uh, they still got a shot in that division. How about that Eagles game last night? I forgot to call. I yeah. mentioned that last week. Upset of the week, Luke called. Yeah, Eagles over 49ers. Call the, call the I know. Um, I can't. But how, how is that an upset when the 49ers have the backup quarterback in? Okay. So upset from Vegas terms. And they went. Oh, the, Vegas had them. Yeah. They Vegas had them favored by seven. For some reason, Vegas didn't believe in them. And, okay. They went into. Nick Mullins went into uh, Meadowlands and crushed them 31 to 13. To me, that was so just, it looked like. To me, that was two bad teams playing playing bad football. And what, well, I mm. knew Wentz had something to say, man. He he actually played well. He made some good throws. Yeah, he had like twenty five fantasy points. Yeah, too, I think. Travis Fol- Folkham might be on the uh, <laughs> might be on the way. Yeah, to show first today. catch ever. It's a touchdown for the win. Uh, so they ended up playing good. Who else played? We'll talk about that game tomorrow in the week four review. All right, next news item. Austin Eckler suffers grade two hamstring strain Sunday. He has been placed on IR. Pour one out. Pour one out, Mike. That's your guy. Yep. That was a brutal injury. Yeah, that one hurt yeah. me. Like, that hurt. I felt it as he was limping. And, of course, when it you, had to be my you, bucks that hurt When you him. watch a player that struggles to get onto the cart to leave the stadium. Oh, my God. I know. Brutal. You could see you the had, pain, dude. You oh. had the perfect text in our group chat. It was... Eckler looks like he's out for two seasons. <laughs> yeah, dude. I lost it when I read that. <laughs> he was hurting, man. That sucks. Uh, I mean, fortunately, like, it's better than than it looked, like, the prognosis. They're saying four to eight weeks. They're not. They're saying he's not out for season, which stunned me, dude. Like, I thought he was going to get to the locker room and, yeah, out for season. Um, it sucks. Uh, what it means for fantasy, Josh Kelly gets a nice bump. He's gonna. I mean, he's gonna get naturally like a Fumbled couple more dump offs. He's yeah, he's got two two straight that. fumble games. Um, good, I mean, good news for him is they don't have any other options. Exactly. So. <laughs> yeah, like their own. The only other option is Justin Jackson, who doesn't seem like a good player to me. Um, he's had a shot before. And he's had the shot before. Gone exactly. With yeah. it multiple times. Yep. So um, with Jackson, your hope is that he kind of slides into sort of those Eckler snaps um, and gets has like a, a small catch floor maybe. But it's not good. It's, uh, yeah. Um, I think that you should not cut Eckler, though. I think you should leave him on the bottom of your bench because it sounds like there's a chance uh, that he comes back for maybe the last, like, five games of the season. If you're in the playoff mix, that could be huge. No, yeah, absolutely. You you're have to not be hurt, cut hurting that pretty, man. Hurting, hurting pretty bad if <clears throat> to get in the cutting phase of him. Would you take Miles yeah. Gaskin for him right now if I traded you? <laughs> Just a question. Well, no, those. that's a good – like – that's giving you a starter drop. that you exactly. guys, yeah. I'm offering Damien Harris for the same. The question, so. the question for me better. is, or the answer for me is no, personally, because mm-hmm. I have someone to slide in there. Okay, uh, barely. God damn yeah. it. Um, but absolutely, man. If I if if I were in a slightly tougher spot, as in like maybe next week, uh, yeah, we might be able to do that. Okay. Uh, all right. Let's go through some other injuries that have occurred over the weekend. I'm just going to kind of rip through them a little bit. Uh, looks like Sony Michelle has a quad injury. They put him on IR. LaShawn McCoy's week to week after suffering an ankle sprain. Uh, Adam Gase has let go of Caitlin Balaz today. <laughs> Poor one out. Um, he actually made a one-handed catch and was kind of sick. I know, on, dude. On I Thursday. saw that. <laughs> Ridiculous. Best play of his career, and he gets cut afterwards. Um, McCaffrey looks like he's going to be out next this weekend <laughs> as well. 
Let's see what else we got here. Oh, Devontae Adams says he's out for tonight's game. Mm-hmm. I don't know why he tweeted that and giving the team – Twelve hours to prepare for. He was Malik. pissed, boy. You saw the shit. He was throwing shade at the Packers uh, medical team. That's Wait, why really he, in the tweet they made him delete the tweet. Yeah, that's why he deleted it. Yeah. Was because oh, I didn't even read. I was so mad after he said he was out that I didn't really pay attention. To he, so he, said, he said he uh, said kind of like uh, it sounded like some shit you'd say in like middle school. Well, apparently the doctors know my better my body better than I do, or some shit like that, you know. And well, then deleted it. So does that so mean he, he thinks, wanted to? Yes, he thinks that he can play, but the doctors are saying you cannot play, and so he's pissed. Huh? But they're undefeated. It makes no sense to force this issue. Like, of course he should sit. Oh, he's game. got a bye week next week too, man. Yeah. Oh, I mean <laughs> that's even it. more reason. Yeah, I need that's to trade him. This, it's honestly a no brainer. Yeah. Uh I need, I might need to trade him. I've got him in the armchair league. I'm hurting. Uh, Julio and Ridley will play tonight. Thank God. Uh, thank God. Uh, no positive test for the Titans today. That's awesome. Thank God. Pats and the Chiefs got all clear for tonight's game. Uh, let's see. I mean, see. thank God to that, too. i got to say it. And that'll do it for the uh, news and notes section. We um, Nothing else there. Can I slide one more in real quick? Yeah. Uh, tonight's game, Chris Jones, is uh, inactive tonight. So Really? After, we're going to talk even more Damian Harris after he carves up that defense. Chris Jones is out tonight? Is yeah. that like a – I didn't know that was happening. Yeah, yeah me either. Whoa. So, I'm selling Damian Harris, boys. Get it's, ready. Yeah, this the could be a big – The They might run the ball a lot tonight. Yeah. Well, I mean, as rock. much as you can when you're getting Give me hope, too. Mahomes, no Edelman. But... No Mahomes. Oh, boy. It's all coming together. <laughs> Pat, if you're listening – I hope you are locked in that office of yours. All right, let's get a quick word from our sponsor before we get into the waiver wire part of the show. Hunter Skipper shirts are the best for your outdoor apparel needs. The shirts are UPF 30 or higher, which provide great protection from the sun. Use promo code FFKINGS in all caps to receive 20% off your order at www.hunterskipper.com. All right, boys, let's talk about the uh, waiver wire for week five pickups. Yeah, I kind of already spoiled a couple of them. Yeah, well, the top guy, if if he's available, is uh, Joshua Kelly in my book. He is percentage-owned, about 54%. Right now, he's more than likely the backup for Eckler, or the starter now. Uh, and Justin Jackson would be the next one. He's only owned in about 5% of leagues. You should mm-hmm. be able to grab him anywhere. Yep. He uh, He's going to get some work, too. You know, Kelly's fumbled the last two weeks. Yep. He's going to be on the – like, there. he's going to get a shot. Yep. And that's all you can ask for a lot of the time with waiver running backs. Yeah, so Justin Jackson's more than likely on your waivers. Definitely, if – I mean, RBs right now are so scarce. you got to start are. picking these guys up, and that's what hopefully gonna, they pan out. Going to add uh, Damian Harris owned in uh, 29% of leagues out there. Man, uh, yep, give roster him. A, him. Give, give, give him an ad yep. uh, if you can beat it tonight, which you're not going to be listening before tonight. So, <laughs> Well, no, i drop it right after this. So okay. it'll, well, Hey, if you catch it, it'll be really on there. 6.30 probably. Grab Harris, dude. That really, this really does set up pretty nicely for him. I mean, he's coming back from a pinky injury, right? So it's not even like a... Yeah, he's been fine, he's been fine for a while. Bill yeah. just hasn't had a need for him. Yeah. <laughs> Which is the scary part about Bill is he might have a need, no need for him after the second quarter, so... That's true. Yeah. All right, next is uh, Dearness Johnson from the Cleveland Browns. He's only owned in 0% of leagues. So <laughs> <laughs> um, you'll have a shot at him. Is that, um, is that an accurate statistic? Do we have confirmation of that? Yeah. <laughs> um... He is a – I saw him play yesterday, and he played well. Granted, the Cowboys are horrible. Dude, but matter. listen, man, in 13 rushes, 95 yards, great. 
In the AFL, when he was with the Orlando Apollos, he was flat out disgusting. <laughs> this is your resident uh, AFL expert speaking. Damn, I didn't know he played for them. He was disgusting. They had Garrett Gilbert and him. I think Garrett Gilbert might be uh, uh, Cleveland's backup quarterback. Yeah, too. I think if, so. Oh my god, I got to buy. I'm a Cleveland Browns fan now. <laughs> um, yeah, man, I, I low key think that in the nature of the running back position, we have seen over and over and over and over again. There is no name that is too laughable to be scoffed off if they get into put into a position, you know, like a Miles Gaskin. Who the fuck's ever heard of Miles Gaskin? He's in a great spot getting a ton of snaps, and he's useful. Who is actually um, pretty sick in college he, yeah, at the University of Washington. And Gaskin actually oh. Pat does pass the eye test, too. Like, I noticed first game, like, wow, this guy's better than Jordan Howard and Brita. But anyways, um, oh, I, I totally think that uh, Dearness Johnson's – rosterable and like we were saying earlier especially if you're the chub owner i think you should go ahead and get him agreed uh i forgot to ask on the uh joshua kelly justin jackson how much percentage of like our fab are we using um with josh if josh kelly's out there you should use a shitload on yeah kelly. i could see 50 percent of your fab on josh kelly the guy's in out there. Uh, uh what we now can see is a good offense um yep. he's gonna get scoring opportunities he's gonna get a s- uh, he's not like dynamic in the receiving game, so he can't do the stuff Eckler did. But just the nature of him being on the field more, he's going to get a couple more dump offs. Uh, yeah, I, I would spend a ton on him. Not as comfortable spending as much on Jackson because the role we just we don't we really don't know. know. Yeah. Um, but me personally, I'm the Eckler owner. I'm going to spend a decent amount on Justin Jackson. Um, okay, now Dearnest. I, I I would say about like fifteen percent, maybe. Yeah, I think that's not. I mean, if you're the chub owner, more. Yeah. If you're not the chub owner, yeah, it's I mean, not. I mean, somewhere between twenty five and thirty. I probably. say numbers, and everyone goes higher. You if know, if you're like, hurting, you gotta spend. Man. Yeah, exactly. yeah, that's the you thing, man. Spend. Exactly. Yep. So yep. you gotta ask yourself: Is this guy in? Is this guy currently in line to get more work than the other guys who are injured and or not good on my roster? Yep. If the answer is yes. Just pay up for him. Simple as that. And if you don't feel like spending on uh, Dearness Johnson, you can grab Dante Hilliard, the third uh-huh. back. He might end up being the backup. We don't know yet. It was definitely he's uh, definitely more talented in the receiving game, right? Yeah. Isn't Hiller? It's I've I've seen him play before, which makes me kind of think they're going to lean more Johnson to balance out Hunt because Hunt has the receiving game. Cover. Yeah. So. Uh, Hiller, Hilliard was the only one to catch a pass actually yesterday for the backfield, but they're trying to run the ball 30 times a game plus, mm-hmm. or use the running backs 30 times. Uh, so you, you could scoop Hilliard probably for a dollar or two. And if Dearness isn't the guy, then it might be Hilliard. So something to watch. I got yeah. a, uh, a quick waiver guy I want to talk about. Yeah. I actually have one too that I bet. Yeah. Let me, go, let me go through the list though. Okay. Or okay. like the top. So I can keep getting. <clears throat> Uh, Teddy Bridgewater is uh, my next guy on the list for streaming quarterbacks. He's been playing pretty damn well. 30 points this week against um, Arizona, and he plays Atlanta this week. So he's perfect streaming yep. option. Yep. Oh, wow. It's almost like... Actually, T, give me one. Who, who's the guy you want? Oh, I was just going to say a guy. He's only owned in uh, 3% of leagues out there. Um, but, so you know... This is a dark horse kind of guy. Yeah, dark, well, that's somewhat dark horse. You know, he's gotten some love on the show before. Uh, but coming off a game with five targets, three catches, 47 yards, seven points, and a tight end hurt economy, I think Drew Sample is someone you should have on the <laughs> radar. God damn it. <laughs> Drew Sample's my guy, man. I was like, wait a minute. That stat line sounds familiar. I've heard that stat line. God damn. 
Yeah, right, you know sorry, what, man? <laughs> uh, my tight end position is really, really rough. I'm absolutely going to take a look at Drew Sample this week. He should have had a touchdown, but Miles Jack ripped it from him. Yep. All right. Screw him. <laughs> uh, uh, I have one uh, one that I want to throw out that's kind of an extension of what we watched with um, Herbert this week. So uh, Herbert is good. Uh, or at least good enough yep. to support. He's good enough to support fantasy players. Yep. I should say. Um, I think Mike Williams is going to have a really good uh, second half of the season. Uh, I think that you probably he's almost for sure on your waivers at this point because he hasn't been playing. He's banged up right now. I really think the way we saw Herbert slinging the ball downfield yesterday that it perfectly suits Mike Williams. Williams was good last year. He had like ten touchdowns. Uh, yeah, he was so- decently involved week one before he got hurt. I think he's worth like a speculative ad um, for the bottom of your bench and see how things go. He's so, a great deep ball receiver. Sadly, he's great. Yeah, it's probably going to be Tyrod, which is bad for all the options in my personal. Oh, opinion. you think? Oh no, I think that well, uh, yesterday Herbert left them no choice. No, but see, we, he's zero and three though. And I know that's we're true. Also, we're also forgetting the uh, lawsuit factor. We don't know behind the closed doors of Tyrod. You like, have I'm to start Tyrod bitches if I'm not getting my job back. I think you could give Max. Yeah. I think well, what I thought uh, when this first ha- when this Tyra first played could out, come in in that offense do absolutely nothing, especially with right. Yeah, it could do a You'd game have, like, or two, but well, I that's think- what I that's what I was going to say. When this first happened, I thought that for what you're saying, you can't like Tyrod got screwed. It sucks. No, like, you have to. So play him. I think there's a scenario where he where he's healthy and um, they play him and he's terrible for a quarter, or their offense is stuck in mud and. He's just going to have the shortest leash imaginable. Like I, I he, he plays he maximum a, a game probably gets through the past a half. Herbert looks really good, dude. Like really good. He's composed. He's moving in the pocket. He's making guys miss. He's slinging the ball sixty yards he's through the air. His arm talent. I mean, he looks. I, yeah. So I, I really think. Um, I think Mike Williams is worth a speculative ad this week. Bottom of your bench, and um, he's set up pretty well in this offense with Herbert. And also, if they do go back to Tyrod, um, Mike Williams is probably still healing up in that period of time. So it really is like a second half of the season type of ad. All right. Next up, T. Higgins, wide receiver, Cincinnati Bengals, seven targets yesterday, 44, or shit, four receptions, 77 yards. Man, he's attempt. probably not left on anyone's waivers, though, right? Um, he's only 33% owned. Really? Yeah. Dude, you got he What the heck? Kingdom. Kingdom. People. Whoa, dudes! Yeah, go scoop T. Higgins. Spend yeah. a lot of money on T. Higgins. He is taking AJ Green's place in a super pass happy offense with a terrible defense. He's actually a good player on top of that, so it's not just like you know opportunity based. Go get T. Higgins. Yeah, we we told you a week ago to go get him because he already took over for AJ Green, right? And this week just proved it. Cemented it. Yeah, I got another wide receiver you can go grab. Uh, only two percent owned is Ooh. Tim Patrick from the Denver Broncos. Hell, yes. Hell yeah, let's go. Seven targets, six catches, one hundred and thirteen yards, and a touchdown. Dude, as long as as long as Cal Ripkins in there <laughs> slinging that rock, Tim Patrick season all the way. <laughs> yep. Judy's taking the prime coverage. Mm-hmm. Undrafted player got a chip on his shoulder. Been with a couple teams already. Get, he's good. I wonder if Judy's on a lot of people's waivers because I think he's worth an ad too. I mean, his touchdown was sort of uh, whatever. I mean, not the most uh, bankable thing ever. But uh, if Judy's on your waivers, definitely snag him too. He's getting healthier. Uh, you know, Drew Locke is going to be back, I think, in like three weeks or two weeks or something. Yep. Um, yeah. 
Definitely this year's proven to taking running backs early was the move. There's a lot of good wideouts late there. Like that middle portion of uh, rounds with wideouts was freaking sweet. Like rounds three through like seven. Yep. Gold. Unless you took Miles Sanders and Kenyon Drake, like Tyler did, then you're not feeling too great right now. That second round of running backs, dude. So wait, let's look at it. Now we've got we got Sanders, who's he'll he'll be fine. But Kenyon Drake struggling. Chubb out. Eckler out. Um, who's left? I mean, Aaron Jones, Jones, Joe Mixon. Yeah, Joe Mixon. Yeah, it's funny how that's worked out. Now Joe Mixon is kind of like the guy, you know, that uh, because, well, Aaron Jones too. But um, So what have you done for me lately kind of league? It is. Especially in a COVID year where there aren't a lot of options. It's, it, yeah. If, you, if you're doing something, I'll take it. Those running back uh, running back positions. I do have one, uh, like, dart throw waiver throw wire it. running back that I think has potential for end of the season. Anthony McFarlane for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. I know we didn't get to see him this week with the postponed game, but I think he's slowly going to come along and be the explosive running back they haven't had in a very long time. He's much more explosive. Like, you could tell just in the few snaps he played that last, he's much more explosive than Benny Snell. Like, yes. he, I see no reason why Snell should be getting snaps. And if you go back now. to him in college, he's almost of that Antonio Gibson electric type player. You go back and watch his tape from Maryland, mm-hmm. you get this guy, the ball in space, and he's gone. Yeah, I, he's the one I'd rather have over Snell. And Connor is just kind of an injury waiting to happen, it seems like. so. Yeah, you know it's going to happen. Yeah, that's a good call. Uh, probably our last one is going to be Dalton Schultz. He's only owned in 52% yep. of leagues. Tyler will be talking this My week. boy. Eight targets, four catches, 72 yards, and a touchdown. Monster day. Uh, Tight end one overall kind of number. He kind of got that touchdown in like the garbage time area. Mm-hmm. I mean, but All that's going to be a lot. I know. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> I mean, freaking what's his name is thrown for 400 yards and what four straight games or three straight games? Uh, Dak is Dak? on pace. His Six. 16 game pace is for currently for 6,700 yards. Listen, yeah, that's it's time. I need to take the L here. Uh, before the season, I was hesitant on Dak because I didn't think that his 5,000 yard performance was. Something he could repeat because it was sort of an outlier in his career. Nah, nah, he's going to actually shatter that. He's going to actually, like, I don't see any reason why he's he's not going to get 6,700 yards. No, he's, but he's going to go get. 5, he's going to break the record. He's going to break no the yardage record. No one's ever thrown for 5,500 yards. I think he's, he's going to hit it, bro. I think he's going to hit it. The... It's the perfect situation. They are loaded at pass catcher. They have a terrible defense, a terrible O-line, so they can't run the now, ball with Zeke. I will say, though, yes, the O-line has sucked, but Dallas continues to lose games when you say it's Dak Prescott's team and yeah. you don't give the ball enough to Zeke. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, uh, they do. It, the nice thing is Zeke's got this catch floor now like kind of locked in, so they are at least like throwing to him. Uh, Tyron but, Smith will be back, too. That'll, that O-line yeah. will get much I think much that. Yeah, I mean, I, I really think he's going to break yardage record. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to go all the way around. You know, I, I started so with he's not going to hit. Him, five. Does Dak finish as your QB one on the year? <laughs> That's the crazy thing because Russell Wilson is on pace to like shatter, know, the, shatter touchdown the touchdown record. record, and I uh, same with him. Don't think he's going to keep that pace up. Russ is breaking four touchdowns this year. He's going to throw oh. between forty and fifty touchdowns. As uh, long as Josh Allen lurks in the shadows at night, he'll. <sighs> creep in there you got josh allen too you got mahomes it's like a crazy time um, for but back in regards to dalton schultz uh, yeah we went way off dalton doesn't look the fastest he doesn't look like he has the best hands yeah doesn't look that great to be honest with you overall but he's in a great situation yep. and that's what you need in the tight end market exactly i'm still um, pissed because i'd have blake jarwin yeah blake jarwin owners rejoice blake jarwin owners rejoice because you were right 
Blake Jarwin would have been a stud. Yep. Um, unfortunately for you, the stud is now Dalton Schultz. That really sucks. Yeah, he was going to kill it. But yeah, he would be doing like Dalton Schultz doesn't do anything with the ball in his hands. He just right. goes down. He just catches it. And falls. Jarwin would, could be t- potentially having Jarwin was like year. a good athlete. Yeah, yeah, so he could have a crazy year. Schultz is just get it, get tackled. Um, I don't know. Have any of you guys seen the uh, Bucks first injury report of the week for Thursday's game? Uh, no, actually. Who's on it? <laughs> not good, Bob. Oh God, no, not good, Bob. Oh God, went out. I'll read, so you, the, got... I'll read you the DNPs. Yeah, Mike, Mike Evans. Evans with the ankle, Fournette with the ankle, uh, Godwin obviously, OJ Howard obviously, Ugh. Shady, Scotty. There's no way we really practice today though. Scotty, Shady, uh, Scotty, and Justin Watson. So the receiving core not looking great. I think Man. it's like a light. Yeah, Monday. Yeah, it, Evans isn't going to practice. Too all bad, week, Bill O'Brien so. no, is yeah. gone. We probably no, could have no. traded for some more receivers. Jeez, right? Oh, we God. should still beat them on three days to get ready for the Bears. We're yeah. the better team. Our team's so fucking good. I'm curious if uh, Fournette doesn't go. Uh, Shady, I don't. Keyshawn think. Vaughn, man. Keyshawn yeah. Vaughn. We should have probably uh, talked. No, let's no, yeah, end he's with a waiver uh, uh, guy. Yep, I think so because um, he showed at least that he's got that kind of like we talk about with McCoy. He's got this like subtle little ability to just catch and turn really quick and just also has reliable hands. Rojo has probably the worst hands of any running back yep. in the he, entire league. Oh my God, he was cannot, frustrating me, bro. Fournette cannot uh, play the passing down. Fournette can catch the ball, but does nothing with it after catching it. So Vaughn, there's an opportunity for him to slide in there as like a really useful Vaughn, player. And, yep. and if Kenyon didn't hurt, I think they were going to use Barner in that, that spot, but he yep. got lit up. Yep. Oh yeah. They did so, not, they did not want to use Rojo. He took one spot. for the team though. It gave us a first down. He did. <laughs> Rojo <laughs> had, I think, shit. dude, I think Rojo had like nine targets. He had three drops. And then he had seven catches for like 20 yards or something. He's the worst pass Rojo game had player. Seven catches. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Oh my God. He but, it to him a lot. Yeah, I mean, he's the worst pass game running back in the NFL. Like the like the the combination of how good he is as a runner, and he looked really good as a runner yesterday. Versus, yeah, he's totally useless there. So Keyshawn Vaughn, waiver ad, pick him up this week. I think he's worth it. I like, I like it. it. All right, guys. Um, before we go, I do want to ask uh, Tyler, your Miami Heat with the win last night, bro. That was, that was big time, yes, sir. That was bad. Something. No, no Bam. No Goran. As Jimmy as G- Bucket. Jimmy, Buck- Buck- Jimmy Bucket. Oh my god. Badass. Bro. That was awesome. Triple dub. Is that Jim- his first ever? I never even seen him like score like that. No, Jimmy. Yeah. No, Jimmy's had a couple this playoffs actually. A triple double. Triple double. Oh he's, wow. He's had a couple. He's um, a beast, bro. But so, as he said before the game, he goes, "Talk to me after we we do something tonight." We might make some noise here. Yeah. So uh, I'm excited. Did you hear for him, the yeah. uh, the thing LeBron in the first quarter was saying they're in trouble? And oh, I love after it. The yeah. game, yeah. Jimmy was like, "That's a classic trick." Uh, LeBron put them in a tough spot because he talks shit, so they have to respond. Yeah. yeah. And then when they respond, they piss him off, and now he dominates. Exactly. So, and then after the game, you know, I don't feel great comfort in hearing LeBron's calm demeanor and his presser, and he just goes. I'm not worried. I love it, though. The NBA is better when there's, like, these little, like... No, yeah, we need a good series, man. Exactly, Question, do you think... Is Bam going to play next game? They need Bam. Goron, not as much. Uh, So, Goron is the one that they're saying is worse than people... Than they're leading on. Yeah, Planter Tear sounds horrible. I think Goron's done for the series. I think Bam does play again. I don't know if it's this next game, but if not, he's definitely playing the game after. We so. need, we need, or they <laughs> need. <laughs> I want this win, bro. Really bought in. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm in uh, on the heat, bro. But man, there's something in that forty dollar coffee. That Jimmy, that Jimmy Buckets Java. Yeah, he, he, he's got something, man. Jimmy Java. Jimmy Java. All right, well, that'll do it for the show today. Uh, tomorrow we'll be back to review week 
four of the season and get you updated on news and notes items. Please follow us on Instagram at fantasy.footballkings and please rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts. That'll do it for us. Everyone have a great day and have a great Monday night football night. Goodbye. See ya.